0: We'll That's it. That was our one listener. Did you hear that? <laughs> um, we're back. It's been a little while, you know.
1: It's kind of hard to do the every week thing.
0: It is. So we've we've decided to just kind of do this whenever the fuck we have time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a good chance that we might not get another one until, like, I don't know, mid to late August at this point. But, you know. Maybe. So there's a solid chance of that happening. But
1: it, at least we're here. But All the right. Thing, yeah, we're
0: here. We're doing it. Be grateful. It's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> grateful. You one listener, you better be grateful. Um, we hope
1: you're doing okay. Yeah. How are you?
0: <laughs> no, but it is It is fun that we are back because we got a good one. Yeah. We're, it's quite possibly the bloodiest movie ever made. Yeah. It's, I actually think it is the bloodiest movie yeah. ever made. Um,
1: wait, wait, can you take a guess? Tell us.
0: Did you hear that? Somebody, somebody, correct, correctly guessed, Evil Dead twenty thirteen. Did you hear that?
1: I no. Are you hearing things again?
0: <laughs> it's in my. It's, well. It's because I'm the one with the headphones on. Oh. I can hear things with my headphones. I hope so. <laughs> Sometimes even music plays through them. <laughs> anyway, um, no. So we've also decided that we're going to do a little bit of a different formula. Um, we were kind of thinking about how, like, in the past, we normally just sort of bounce from topic to topic, um, you know, during each episode, and we just kind of talk about our favorite points, and we never really think about the fact that there might be people out there that have never seen these movies before. So, um...
1: Which, like, if you haven't seen them, and you're still listening to us talk about them, thank you. Good for
0: you. You have a very active imagination. Thank you. (laughs) Um, give me a six-pack in your mind. (laughs) Make me handsome, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah. So we Wait, are doing of beer. What of beer? No six pack of. Well, yeah, beer would be. Good. Actually, you know what? Fuck the fuck the muscles. I'll take I'll take a six pack of beer. Pab's blue ribbon. I feel like even just having abs that I didn't work for would still be exhausting. Yeah. So just give me the beer. Yeah. Because I'm a defeatist and I'll die young, but beautiful. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Um,
1: Yeah, hopefully the new f- format works. I, yeah, I, we'll see if we stick to it. Now, as a as a
0: twist to this new format, though, I will be reading it all in German. Oh, so even that's if why you, we've
1: been so busy. <laughs> no,
0: I've been on Duolingo a lot. <laughs> no, um, yeah, no. I've decided that even so, it kind of keeps up. Like you're getting the synopsis, but if you don't speak German, sorry, <laughs> it's not a fucking problem. You know, yeah. anyway.
1: Maybe you should have. Who
0: writes them. these jokes? Um,
1: Wait, you have somebody writing your jokes?
0: They should be fired. Do you think I'm this <laughs> naturally funny? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> That's enough. Real Everybody guys. sit down. <laughs> uh,
1: at All least right. we make ourselves laugh. Yeah.
0: At least we have, you know, you'd think we're so fun loving, you'd think we would have like one friend outside of the house, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, you could be that friend
0: that one one you can
1: apply at (laughs) yeah
0: follow us on Patreon ten dollars a month will get you one friendship
1: one friendship one
0: friendship please we don't have
1: a Patreon we don't have a
0: Patreon but
1: we do have an Instagram
0: and we do have an Instagram which is Oh, I was going to ask you. Gotcha.
1: (laughs) At Symphony Horror?
0: At Symphony Horror. Wait, is that it? I think it's actually, hold on. No, wait, wait, don't don't
1: listen to me. Not yet, at least.
0: It is uh, at Symphony of Horror Podcast. Uh, Symphony Horror was Twitter, and now Twitter is dead to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, True,
1: at Symphony of Horror Podcast on Instagram Go check and, us out And
0: also check out the, if you feel like it The band that wrote our um, opening credits song Which is uh, Gentleman Ghosts Band It's at Gentleman Ghosts Band on Instagram Yeah And the band is called Sam Hain and the Gentleman Ghosts We uh, That item, was too
1: long of an at so, It's too much, know. just too much Gentleman for the Ghost band, band.
0: Oh, Gentleman Ghosts Band
1: Symphony of Horror Podcast See, yeah. I'm getting the hang of this. See, he, what some, episode is this?
0: One day you talk pretty some good. <laughs> well, I hope so. Um, this is episode 15. Oh. So here we are, still alive on the other side of that lucky number 13.
1: I was going to say in 13 episodes that I've been on and I still don't know our Instagram.
0: You have yes, 13 yep. episodes you've been on, yep. It's okay. Sorry. One day. I, I had went. to look it up. Yeah. This is this entire don't operation. Don't tell them. This is I just be yeah, I mean, like how they if they're listening to it, they would they were like that dude was like could not remember the name of his own creation for the life of him, so whatever. We
1: have a lot of things that we have to remember. We do. Like German.
0: Like, like Yeah, <laughs> like how to read this all. In German. Recite this from memory in German. <laughs> all right, so we, again, we've decided to do Evil Dead synopsis. Um, we'll sort of discuss like the, the our favorite takeaways, like intermingled. I'm not just gonna read it straight through. We'll stop and
1: oh, talk okay. about stuff. This is so. news to me, I don't know.
0: That's exactly what I said to you last night when I... I have. don't listen. I know. <laughs> and I'm coming up with this shit off the top of my head last minute, so it's nobody's fault, but it's your fault. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's my fault. All right, so the film starts with a young woman walking through the woods. She's dripping with blood. A figure stalks her and eventually jumps her, throwing a bag over her head and having... And the... the person's... Okay, I'm gonna start over because this is already really badly written. The film starts with a young woman walking through the woods. She's dripping with blood. A figure stalks her and eventually jumps her, throwing a bag over her head and having his redneck buddy whack her with the butt of his axe. The woman wakes up in a cellar in the presence of a woman who speaks only... Uh, Welsh which I don't think that was Welsh but I think it was something else but um, and she's surrounded by what appear to be burn victims the young woman's father appears before her she asks for her mother and the father tells her that she killed her mother and then the woman hurries the father uh, to kill the daughter so he douses her with gasoline and she pleads with him which was apple juice it was not actual gasoline um, because gasoline is really expensive um, uh, b- before and he apple can juice strike... tastes better
1: when you get it in your mouth.
0: Th- that is that is true.
1: Yes, I'm here for the facts. Right. <laughs>
0: um, before after he after he douses her with gasoline, before he can strike the match, the young woman tells him that she will eat his soul, and then she becomes a deadite.
1: I will rip your soul out, mm. Daddy. <laughs> like one of my favorite scenes. Yep.
0: And, uh, and she it was appears in the demonic. First, like, five she the dad drops the match. She's on fire, and then. Papa Bear raises a shotgun, says I love you, and then blows her head clean off of her shoulders while she continues to burn in the most intense opening to any movie I've ever seen. Yeah. It's ridiculous.
1: Title screen. Yeah, and it's
0: like the <laughs> buzz sound It just comes out of nowhere. It's awesome. I love it.
1: That was a long scenario. That was the entire first, like...
0: Three minutes of the movie. Oh. That was Some, long, though. Yeah. Sometime later, a car is driving... Well, this is, this is a detailed... This is a oh, synopsis. Okay. This, isn't, this, is like a, this is a synopsis. This is scene by scene. This okay. isn't like... I'm sorry, a I'm ruining the podcast. Yeah, Go you on. really are. I'm sorry. Sorry. Go on. Dan and Paul, I miss you. <laughs> Sometime later, a car is driving to a quiet part of the woods where the cabin is. We meet David, his girlfriend Natalie, and their friends Olivia, who is a nurse, and Eric... Who's the only person with a brain in the entire movie? Yeah, Olivia tells David that her sister, his sister Mia, who's uh, is waiting for him in the back of the house. David finds Mia sitting on an old, broken down '73 Delta, old Delta 88, which was not actually, which is okay. So it says that it's a '73 Delta 88. Which is Sam Raimi's car, which mm-hmm. is the car that was used in the original Evil Dead movies. Mm-hmm. This one is actually not Sam Raimi's car. It's actually a '74 Delta 88, and it's just they couldn't find a '73, oh, no. and they didn't they didn't use like, Sam yeah, Raimi because enough. they needed a rusted one oh. as opposed to one that's actually in working condition. Um, she is sitting on a '74 old Delta 88, smoking a cigarette while drawing. Uh, they meet up, um, they, they kind of re-meet. I guess they've been kind of estranged from each other for a long time. Um, and then they decide to go inside. It comes, it turns out that this is actually, um, something, this is something that they didn't talk about in the synopsis for some reason, but Mia is actually there to, um, cold turkey off of heroin. So she is a heroin addict and her friends and her brother have basically forced her to come out to the woods where they're going to keep an eye on her, make sure that she's safe while she goes through withdrawal from heroin. So they make her, like, promise to never touch it again. She dumps it down a well, and then they all go inside. Which I think is really...
1: scary cabin to do it in. Right, yeah. I mean, they didn't know it was going to be scary, but, like, uh, it didn't look very... yeah. Nice. No, I it's, no, I it's filthy. Wanna,
0: yeah. It's filthy. No. And it hasn't been used. The last thing it was used for was to, you know, light a girl on fire and blow her head off in the basement. So, you know. True. Yeah. A real estate agency does not know how to sell the, sell the uh, <laughs> property very well. Um, group enters the cabin and almost immediately Mia begins complaining about a smell that no one else can really smell. Right. Like it's I think it's that they're nobody else.
1: Yeah. yeah. And they're just like, oh, yeah, Except sure. Except the dog. Oh, yeah. The you forgot to mention up. the dog. Yeah. Grandpa. Grandpa. He's part of the cast.
0: He is part of the cast. Grandpa, the dog.
1: You can never forget the oh, dog.
0: I'm sorry. Was he always? Now, that's my question. Was he always named Grandpa?
1: That's what I want to know, too. Why would you name like Or is that
0: like the nickname? like, Because we have we have Sadie, but she's Sadie Bear. She's poop dog. She's, you know, stupid. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Weird so I mean, I like wonder like was his real name like Seth Sven? Why did we go, <laughs> both go with S names? Okay.
1: <laughs> Seth is also a terrible name for a dog. I ugh. or a person. I'm sorry if your name is Seth. Damn. <laughs> but mainly a dog.
0: Hey hey Seth, <laughs> fuck you.
1: <laughs> Look, I didn't say that. All right, that was you. <laughs> no, that's that's, anyway. that's a good question. Was his name always Grandpa? Let us know in the comments. Yeah, there's no. You know that there's
0: if there's (laughs) like there are so many people out there that know infinitely more about horror movies than us. There probably is like well, this one time I was in Monster Mania and there was a question. There was a there was a a question and answer panel with the cast and somebody asked them that and then they answered and it turns out that Grandpa actually uh, was not his real name and he actually goes by whatever. And I'm like, you you got it, like that the shit like that always happens. Like oh,
1: well, there's always that one person that knows more than you two. And that's right. why, like, whenever we eventually do scream, I'm so nervous because there's so much trivia. For
0: there's them. so much trivia, but then the other good thing is And then is, people
1: be like, You're a fake fan. Like, no, I just have a bad
0: memory. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've seen it under a hundred times. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> I just can't remember things.
0: Yeah. Um so, okay, so that actually is the next part, I guess. So it turns out that um, uh, it says here that uh, Mia fondly remembers her mother, but David... Okay, so the group enter the cabin where they to complain about a smell, and then uh, Mia and David begin to talk about their mother who has died, um, and basically about how David has kind of, like like, David wasn't there when she was dying, because he just got too wrapped up in his own job and everything, and he doesn't like, didn't like his mother. Yeah, and and she was Mia like, was kind of left to fend for herself and r- take care and of... And defend right. him
1: in the eyes of their mother. Yeah. Awful. They never um, really said anything that happened to like their dad or anything, so maybe he was estranged and it was just... Yeah. Their mom that was taking care of them, and yeah, I don't know who knows. They never yep. mentioned them,
0: they don't, they don't ever go into that. No, um, and then actually, they go to the well after that. That's when they go to the well to dump the, the drugs out. She promises to go cold turkey. It was after that, and then, was it? yeah, and I then, definitely thought
1: it was before all of that. And
0: then, right after that, was when no, because they go in to clean up, they, they go in to check out the house first, and then they go back outside.
1: Oh, oh yeah, and, and then mom, mom after would have hated to see the house like this. Right,
0: and then it says uh, Olivia tells them, uh, tells David, the nurse tells David that this isn't actually the first time that they've tried to get me off the drugs. Um, Eric tells him that she lasted eight hours before before relapsing and overdosing again, in which she legally died but was revived. Um, which I actually didn't really remember from the last time that we watched this, that she actually has died twice and comes back to life.
1: Yeah, no, I didn't remember that either. And I've seen this movie so many times, but that's why I write down notes. Remember mm-hmm. bad memory. We just talked about this. Yep. Yeah. If you didn't remember. <laughs>
0: um, and then that evening, uh, Mia is screaming because she's going through withdrawals. Um, and Olivia gives her a sedative, but she conti- but Mia continues to complain about a rotten smell that nobody else seems to notice except the dog, Grandpa, who is listed right here, uh, sniffs around the floor where they find a door leading to a cellar under a rug. First of all, here's my whole thing. This is like my one big plot, my one big plot hole to the movie, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This was their house. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was this like was their, their family house. house. That they like, grew
0: up going to vacations on everything mm-hmm. like that, so it never dawned on them once that there might be a door. And like, like they never discovered that. Have they just like never rearranged the like, furniture? You know.
1: And how did these random people? Get into this house to do all this right. witchcraft. And then also if you have like dead cats and stuff in the basement, I'm pretty sure you would smell that on the first floor too. I don't know. Not just the basement.
0: I don't know. They did have a very thick rug over one very small part of the floor. <laughs> so I mean it could have absorbed a lot I don't know. I'm just I'm just spitballing. Or
1: her. even the dog, I don't know. Maybe grandpa's old.
0: Grandpa I would I would assume.
1: Maybe. All right. God
0: yeah. so <laughs> sometimes uh, and their dog grandpa sniffs around the floor where they find a door leading to a cellar under a rug the floor is smeared with blood uh, Derek and Eric, uh, David, Derek and David <laughs> David and Eric go into the cellar and discover the stench is coming from the rotted corpses of cats hanging from the ceiling of the basement they also find the evil book from before wrapped in wires and plastic and that was when, uh, so that's when they find the book, um, the Necronomicon, which I don't actually think is ever referred to it as such, um, I don't think in the so. movie. And honestly, like this is to our listeners, um, this might, uh, this might have been uh, a bad idea <laughs> to, uh, read it as a synopsis because A, this is incredibly long and B, um, it's really badly written so <laughs> we're just gonna kind of continue to just talk about it from here on out um and uh we would probably recommend either getting us links to better synopses yeah um, or just watch the movie you know yeah but um but yeah so this is where they find the necronomicon um and
1: and why would you okay why would you touch all of the things just just if you see things like that, just don't touch them. Just uh, leave them there.
0: Says you. Don't touch them. How many? How many bones do we have in this house? How many like?
1: I don't take them from.
0: A like basement. you, you bought me. You bought me bleeding fleams.
1: I didn't take them from somewhere okay, without but, permission.
0: Okay, but yeah, but I mean, like the like we go to all these stores and stuff, and we're like, oh, okay, well, we could absolutely buy this stuff. So if you're telling me that you didn't see that for sale, that book wrapped in barbed wire and a trash bag and you open it up and it's like a spell book, you wouldn't be like, well, I could probably find a spot for this on my shelf.
1: Maybe if I was buying it. Not finding it in a basement with dead cats. (laughs) All right,
0: all right, fair enough. Setting setting helps, all right, I get it.
1: Yeah, so um, (laughs) if you ever come across something like that, just don't touch it, don't touch it.
0: Or do. And then that way more movies like this get made. Because all movies are real, right?
1: Yeah. Like the Blair Witch.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, So, this is kind of where it all just... It very quickly just diverts straight to hell after this. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was already not an enjoyable movie. Like, at least in the... like, That was one of the parallels that I thought was kind of interesting was that with the original Evil Dead, it's kind of goofy, and everybody's, like, going out to, like, you know, camp out in the woods and everything, and everybody's kind of having fun, and then in this one, it's like, oh, no, we're here because my baby sister has to go through withdrawal from heroin, and we're all here to make sure that she doesn't kill us or, you know, herself, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's
1: automatically not a fun situation. It's like, we're here for business,
0: right? It's like they went out. It's like she—they went out of their way to make it like the antithesis of your normal kind of cabin in the woods type movie, where it's like just a bunch of kids going yeah. out to get fucked up. It's like that's the exact opposite of that. Yeah. It's one person not this getting is the sober. Fucked cabin, up, you know? yeah, yeah. This is we have no fun no, here. No fun allowed. Just a lot of blood
1: and dirt <laughs> and
0: possessions, possessions and stuff. Yeah, man. These are like. You know, a lot of the time, like the demons in this movie, like in the in, in the Evil Dead movies across the board, I, if it's not in the Evil Dead, don't make your demons talk like this. You know, yeah. like, because the Evil Dead are the only movies where it works. Yeah. yeah. Everything else to me, I'm just like, you're trying to sound like the Evil Dead or you have, you need to try and figure out something new. But the reason that the demons, I think, in Evil Dead work is because they actually say really heinously fucked up shit.
1: Oh, yeah. And they
0: cuss, right? Like, normally all the demons in, like, you know, like in the movie, in the TV show Sleepy Hollow or in, like, Supernatural or whatever, they have to keep it clean. Uh Uh-huh. Right, so these demons from hell are, like, you know, almost polite. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And then, like, in Evil Dead, it's, like, Though like they Nothing say the sacred. worst things to you possible. You know it's like, no, it's awful. I mean, know, e- yeah.
1: And then even just like the pictures in the book, just not fun. Why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty much? <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's not fun. There is no part of this movie that is fun. I mean, unless
0: I don't know. It is you fun, like fun, horror though. movies. It is really say. fun though. Like, <laughs> like that. Was All right, for I- the
1: people in the movie, it's right. not fun. It's right. like no comedic relief at all.
0: None. Yeah. Just, it's just, actually, business. I actually think that the demons are the com- the comedic relief. Like, they're, they're, and a you're like, <laughs> like that line, that line where <laughs> yeah. he's like, why don't you come down here so I can suck your cock, pretty boy? You're like, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> yeah, like, well, and, then okay. it's even, and then it's even worse because that's his sister, yeah. possessed by the devil telling him that. No, 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 Mia.
1: Mia, we've talked about this. No, don't say that, <laughs> especially around our friends. My girlfriend is here. Yeah. It's uncomfortable.
0: Um the film was originally rated NC-17 um and I don't know what they possibly could have done to tone it down.
1: Right. Like Mia... what
0: was there? What was in the movie? What could have gone worse? Yeah, what did they do that was worse than that?
1: Well, cuz Mia, the one scene where Mia cuts her tongue in half with the box. Cutter.
0: Uh, Actually, you know, the, that the, like it's oh. always the, it's always the smaller ones that get me right. It's always the smaller wounds in horror movies that mm-hmm. really bug me. And when she's trying to escape.
1: At the very at end, at the
0: very end. And it, the, the demon jams the machete through the wall mm-hmm. and it just goes straight over her knee. <laughs> like, I, every no, time, I have to look
1: away. I'm like, and I
0: don't, Every I time alike. I see that I'm like, "Oh my god, I can feel that."
1: Yeah. Like
0: I can feel that on my knee right now. Well,
1: not even just that, but like everybody in the movie gets destroyed. Like every Absolute single shit person. Out of them. Yeah. Especially poor Eric. Eric. He didn't do nothing wrong.
0: Eric and Natalie. True. Natalie. Well, actually Olivia, I mean like she cuts her own face off
1: and she gets like thrown up on. Right. In yeah. the face. Yeah. That's not fun either.
0: uh, And then David
1: gets shot with nails, gets shot with a shotgun. He gets his arm sliced up with the box cutter.
0: Natalie has to cut her own hand off.
1: That scene. With a
0: turkey cutter.
1: No, so what's so funny too about that is like earlier in the movie, they're like cutting a ham or something. And they do a close-up of the saw... And you're like, oh, like you see it for the first couple seconds and you're like, oh, that's and the, then you're like, oh, that's food. Just kidding. No, well, that's
0: <laughs> also like, because I know for a fact that the first time I saw that movie, the first thing in my head was, oh, they're going to use that later.
1: Yeah. You know, like. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Yeah, like, why is that there, huh? What are you going to do with that? It can't be safe. Yeah. It's cutting through that meat real easily.
0: Mm-hmm. I do also really enjoy the fact that most of those, most of the effects, most of the things that happen in this movie are practical. So like all of the dismemberment, all of the, like, I mean, even that weird, like the scene where she gets, like right after she tries to break out of the cabin, right? And she steals the car and she goes tearing off down the road and then she crashes, she wakes up in the woods and then she's, that horrible that thing happens worst, with the tree. The worst scene. But that's all. You guys all... don't need to
1: put stuff like that in movies. Like we get it. It's fine. But it's but, the, but I know it's part of the plot. But like it's just. But oh, at the same so time, you
0: know, it's also like horror is one of the few genres where you get to really push the boundary. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and and I mean, like, and I know that you know that, you know, like, I know that you're not arguing that I've never seen a horror
1: movie in my life.
0: (laughs) But it's like, I think all that scene really does is just emphasize how incredibly evil this demon spirit is. True. And the fact that, and of course, for those of you who are not familiar or whatever, basically the scene is that as she's trying to escape, there is, there is someone out in the woods that's chasing Olivia. As she's trying to escape, that looks just like her—or not Olivia, Mia.
1: Mia, yeah. Um,
0: That looks just like her, and this is after they've awakened to the Necronomicon. This is after.
1: Yeah, Eric, Eric had to read.
0: Decided to the read Latin. the. Yeah.
1: That's another thing. Don't read the Latin. <laughs> Don't
0: read it out loud. Yeah. No. Translate yeah, like it read first. read it in your
1: head and be like, oh, yeah. okay, That Translate probably it doesn't, doesn't first sound good or something, you know. Yeah. Don't and write it out either. God. Yeah. Don't write it out. Don't say it. You can think it. That's it.
0: And, um, but yeah, so, the, and basically what happens is that as she's trying to escape from this demon creature that's chasing her through the forest, um, a bunch of trees sort of grab her and then, um. You know. Assault her. Yes. Essentially. And, uh, it is an incredibly uncomfortable violent scene. And, but at the same time, to me, like, I see something like that. And first of all, you always have to just remember, it's not real. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's not actually happening that kind of thing but at the uh, but then on the other side of that it's the brutality factor it's
1: yeah no one is safe
0: proving especially that especially
1: the one trying to get clean
0: right but then it also you know and it's and it's also like it shows just how evil yes what they're up against is you know and how insidious it is but um yeah still not enjoyable no Um, but yeah, I think, I think between that and, um, uh, Eric being stabbed in the face with a, um, with a hypodermic needle, just makes me want to scream. And then he pulls the broken needle out from underneath his eye. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. No, just
1: everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the, the movie, it's kind of just like, oh, okay, like this is kind of uncomfortable. And then there's the one scene where just everything, everything goes bad. And... What was it? It was. Oh Well, Mia burns herself in the shower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know,
0: where did her scars from that go at the end? No, from the shower, because she has like third degree blisters all over her head and face.
1: And then they are gone
0: all the way. Like uh, very shortly after that, they're all gone.
1: I didn't think they were because she has the like Samara hair over her face, so that's why I was thinking but she like had it was like, covering she her But she had face. like this
0: massive blister like all the way across the lower half of her face.
1: Because I know in the end of the movie when Here, she, when she's cured, her, like her face. Well, that was something else that I caught. So at the end of the movie, we're jumping ahead. Whatever, we'll <laughs> jump around. Um, David buries her. Blah blah blah. She dies, and then she comes back to life because he uses this crazy contraption and yep
0: in the first half of the movie mia severely scalds herself with boiling water leaving large blisters and burns on her face these marks disappear without explanation in the film's finale
1: well in the finale so what i was what i've noticed was that she like when she had the bag over her face when he was like trying to bury her Mm -hmm. alive it was there because you see it like through the bag obviously it's a Terrible burn, and then when she's like cured and she's back to normal at the end, you see her face is completely clear, but there was a spot on her wrist that was still hmm. a burn. And when she was like trying to run away from like the the demon possessed version of her, and she's wearing like the long sleeves, you see it like peek through. And I'm like, but if it was gone on her face because she's died and she's like cured from this demon now, why would it still I don't be on think, her but wrist? But that wasn't.
0: That's not something that was done to her by the demon. That was hot water scalding her body. But I mean like if it
1: wasn't on her face why would it still be on
0: her hand? Yeah, I think it was just inconsistency.
1: Terrible. Do better. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, things go from zero to a (laughs) hundred. I wrote it all down. There was a lot. It was like Mia shoots David in the arm then throws up blood on Olivia And then she gets thrown in the basement. And then poor Olivia was just trying to help. And that scene where she first gets, like, possessed and she's just walking and she stops dead in her tracks. Yeah. And then just pees. Like, that is terrifying. Yeah, that's
0: really, that's... I've Like, there are so many things in this movie that just kind of... They're not, like, overtly... I mean, they are overtly gross, right? But that's not... Like, that's a very, like... Under like I don't I don't know how to explain it but like something like that is really like not something that you see a lot. No. You know like you don't see anybody actually like a bodily like,
1: reaction, right?
0: An actual physical reaction yeah. to something like your body is trying to get something out. Yeah. You know? And it's like
1: like your body fighting the thing that's trying yeah. to hurt you. Like that that scene always bothers me. Yeah. And it's so little too, but it's like there goes Olivia, and then she cuts her face off. You know. <laughs> And then Eric. Poor Eric.
0: Yeah, shot full of nails.
1: Gets stabbed in the heart with a piece of mirror. Stabbed in the face with a needle. What else um, happens to
0: beaten, Eric? his hand gets split open by a crowbar. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: I'm like, I know there was something else that happened to him. I mean, and then he had to kill Olivia, so there was the trauma of having to do that as well. Not just the physical trauma yeah, to him, but the mental trauma. Yeah.
0: No, it's brutal. It's a really brutal movie. And it's But Eric never gives up. Right. He's also the only one that's like
1: Smart. Willing
0: to do just about anything. Yeah. To make sure that they can all get out. But then it's all But I think I think honestly, Evil Dead is one of the few, like, really. Like, realistic in an unrealistic setting, kind of movie. You know, it's like if you suddenly found yourself in a cabin being on set by some type of hyper powerful demonic force, like, nobody's gonna know what to do. Nobody's no. gonna be suddenly like, oh, well, you know, like, I've secretly been training for this my entire life. It's like, no, you're gonna try everything. No, nobody you can is to get ready out, for this know. ever. And it's, like, that's why I do kind of, I do kind of like the fact that, like, even though that she did survive, it cost her her sanity, her hand, like, her all brother, this stuff. Like, everyone. Her, friends, you know? her yeah. dog. And it's, like, it just, like, to me, like, I always am kind of bothered when there's like multiple people surviving something that's supposed to be totally unstoppable you yeah know? and it's yeah, like, like well we just beat it with the power of friendship it's like uh, no that's not how they all
1: held hands <laughs> yeah but they do try to get away too and that's that's another sad part it's like Mia tries to get away yep once and then crashes her car in water. And then David tries to drive her away when she is, like, foaming at the mouth. Yeah. And then, oh, sorry, more water. Can't go anywhere. Yeah,
0: then the the, the road is washed out because it's been raining, like, constantly.
1: So they tried to get away, even though David's stupid. (laughs) Uh,
0: Another really interesting thing about this, though, is that it was apparently, like, and this doesn't really happen that often, um, is that it was actually shot almost completely in order.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That's really interesting, but it makes sense. So they could, like, sense.
0: progressively destroy everything without having to clean anything up. So they could destroy something, throw blood all over it, whatever, and just leave it that way and then make it worse for the next scene because it is a very controlled environment, you Yeah, know? It's not like they're doing a whole bunch of scene changes or anything. The majority of the movie happens within, like, two to three rooms of an 800-square-foot cabin. Yeah, just you know? the
1: cabin and then the outside of the cabin, yeah. and that's, like, mainly it. And then the trivia also said that so about like the bloodiest movie, you know, seventy thousand gallons of fake blood. Yep. And then just for the final scene alone, which is when it's raining blood, which oh my god, I can't imagine filming in something like that. I feel like raining in raining. I feel like filming in rain is like bad enough, but filming in blood.
0: Unless you want to make a really really cool like music video. All the coolest music videos are filmed in rain in slow motion. (gasps)
1: Motionless and white. Yep. Um, but yeah, so fifty thousand gallons for just the final scene, and then compared to the first movie, which was only two hundred to three hundred <laughs> gallons, so nowhere close.
0: Fucking amateurs. <laughs> two hundred to three
1: hundred compared to seventy thousand. That's a lot.
0: Seventy thousand gallons. Where would you store all? Okay, that blood? you know what? No, I gotta I gotta Google something here. Average. Home pool gallon (laughs) size. Okay, so like, let's just say that we're going to go with a...
1: Is it an in-ground or an above-ground Jesus
0: fucking Christ, that's more than a 20 by 40 foot pool. A 20 by 40 foot pool will hold up to 30,000 gallons. Oh. So that's... So
1: like two of those.
0: That's like a 40 by 80 foot (sighs) pool.
1: Yeah, like where do you keep all of that? Tanks. Oh. Oh. What?
0: Yeah, and then they pressurize it out.
1: That's insane.
0: Olympic... Pool <laughs> size
1: gallons. We're learning all kinds of stuff here tonight, guys.
0: Okay. So it's definitely less than an Olympic pool. Okay. A, a, At least there's a, An Olympic pool is 660,000 gallons of water.
1: Okay. Yeah. Just a little bit less a little than bit, that. <laughs>
0: Just a little bit less.
1: Like 600,000.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, Allie, what? Can we buy a swimming pool?
1: <laughs> oh my God! Fill it with blood. Anyway, fill it with
0: blood. It's like that Teen Hunger Force episode where they're with selling Dantzig? the house to Danzig, and they're like, <laughs> God, "Does the uh, does the pool of blood come with the house?" That's yes. So funny. Such a good show. Um, this movie is banned in the Ukraine.
1: Nice. Also, okay, so. There's the, so Eric is talking about the book, right? Mm -hmm. And he says, this is a quote, but it's, he says, once he feasts on five souls, the sky will bleed again and the abomination will rise from hell. So that's like pretty lucky that there was more than five people, right? Like, oh no, we need one more person. Guys,
0: guys. uh,
1: Um, Somebody, somebody somebody go look for a neighbor.
0: No, so yeah. So what would happen in that scenario? Yeah, like oh like, shit! Oh, it'll never end. Like or does or does the demon does like count? or does the? No, we're not counting the dog, even though I hate it. Stop, okay, dear horror movie directors, please stop killing the dog.
1: They didn't do anything wrong.
0: They they the dogs literally, literally. are not capable of doing bad. Yeah, unless you train them to do bad. So stop killing them. Yeah. Also, stop naming them Sadie and then killing them, like yeah. in The Conjuring. For fuck's sake.
1: I know. Um, we don't let her watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. Our Sadie, in case you were wondering. If um, you're new here, our dog's name is Sadie, okay.
0: And it's kind of amazing that she actually hasn't come up to say hello yet. No. There um, are little breathing noises in the but, microphone. Um, what was I? There was, no, so like, what, what would they do in that situation? Would that be then like, the Deadites take New York, and then they have to... like, <laughs> they, We like, need
1: one person. They just, so
0: the Deadite just takes over one person's body, and then they just wait the storm out and drive back to a city, and then they're like, boom. Okay, we're good. There's five. Rain and blood. Yeah. Slayer starts playing. Slayer, yeah. yeah.
1: They pop out of the ground.
0: Typically, yeah. It's, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. They don't look like they bathe a whole lot. But.
1: <laughs> Amazing. But no, I didn't think about that. What if they didn't have five souls? We'll never know.
0: That's, that's just like that the deus ex machina thing. You know, that's the, the great god machine for the movie. You yeah. Yeah. It's like, thank God God we had five people and they just (laughs) happened to stay in the one place that's a gateway to hell, you know? But I don't know. No, that's an interesting thing. I never really thought about that.
1: Yeah, no, I just read that now and I was like, wait a second. Um, Yeah, and then the possessed must be cleansed by either live burial, dismemberment, or purification by fire. Three yeah. good options. Yeah, um, I
0: typically just enjoy a good exfoliating scrub. Oh my god! To help with your possessions, hot, and then a hot shower—real
1: <laughs> hot, Real scalding, third-degree burns—and
0: then I, you know, give myself the Chelsea smile with a piece of broken glass and go to bed, and and go to bed. <laughs> um, see here, I'm trying to think of the other uh, some of the other points in the movie because I mean it's just it's just. It it packs in so much, just one thing after another after another so quickly. And I think that they really do get the pacing right. Yeah. Um. As far as, like, sort of, it's, it's a little bit less, it feels a little bit less batshit crazy than the original Evil Dead, you know, because it's filmed, like, the original is so weird. Yeah. And it's filmed so bizarrely, and, like, it's almost like it's skipping... Like, it's almost like it's missing frames, mm-hmm. you know, and it's very disjointed and, uh, like, hyper, hyper energetic and very, like, I mean, it's just very bizarre. It just, uh, it's always felt very bizarre to me.
1: And um, the one thing that I always hate about the original...
0: Tread carefully.
1: Is the constant laughing.
0: Oh no, that's the best part. Oh, it's oh, no, so that's the best irritating part because it 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 makes you nervous. I know it makes you like you're like I'm. Gonna I hear it and I'm like like yeah, yeah
1: sensory overload. Yeah, I'm no, gonna I freak know. That's,
0: like that's why I think that's why the original Evil Dead is so effective though, is because it doesn't just go after what your visuals are getting. Yeah. Right? It goes after like it amplifies your visuals because you get the blood and you get the monsters and you get the fighting and the and the, you get and the, the scary woohing. shit. But and yeah, and the and that's just the best, like the 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 whooshing camera through the woods and everything, which they do really well in yes. the twenty thirteen version also. But on top of that, like Sam Raimi doesn't doesn't film like anybody else. Yeah, you know, like his the style, especially in the Evil Dead movies and the Army of Darkness and everything like that. They are it's so weird. It really and is. There's nobody else quite like it. And I can't really other than saying that it just sort of feels like there's a missing frame. Like mm-hmm. they 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 cut out like the twenty-third frame of every second or whatever, you know.
1: That makes sense and, when you put it that way though. Right. Like you're kind and, of not sure what's going on.
0: Right. And then and then on top of that, there's the laughing and the weird noises in the background and the the, the it's almost like like Sam Raimi borrowed heavily from, like, the weird factor from, like, David Lynch, Mm -hmm. but, like, did it with, instead of, like, instead of making it, like, quiet, he went the ADHD route. Yeah. You know, he went with this super, like, very tightly wound, um, frenetic kind of movie, you know, and it's just very strange.
1: Yeah, I've tried to, like, put it on in the background while I was doing something, and...
0: Mm. Mm-mm. No, you can't do it. It's, no. it's one of those movies where you literally, like, either you're going to sit down and watch the whole thing or you're not going to watch it.
1: Yeah. And yeah. I'm sure there are people out there that can, sure. you know, watch it as a background movie, but not me. I panic very easily.
0: But I think I think for a modern adaptation that kind of redoes, it's almost like a soft reboot. You know, it's not like, it's not really, it's not really a remake. Yes. It's a reboot
1: kind of thing. And there are, of course, elements from the first. Oh, absolutely. And there's a completely, ton of homage. Yeah, yeah. You know. yeah. yeah, like um, something else was the fact that Mia in the beginning was wearing a um, Michigan State sweatshirt.
0: I saw that, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then in the original version, the main character is also wearing a Michigan State sweatshirt and that's because Sam Raimi is from Michigan. yeah. And then they did the whooshing, you know, they have her in the basement and the crazy eyes. and.
0: I was, that was actually one of the big things, though, was that when they first announced the movie, I was really nervous that they were going to kind of, like, try to change it a little too much. Mm-hmm. You know, they were going to try and make it, like, I'm trying to think of a good, um, I was, a fr- well, actually, let me, let me put it this way. I think they were going to change it too much while keeping it too much the same, right? Like so, yeah. like the remake of Friday of Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. right? Oh, that movie yeah. is a shot for fucking shot remake of the original, right? To a point, yeah, and then they add in. All of the unnecessary backstory, which we can thank Rob Zombie for because at that point, because the Halloween movies were so popular, I was be like, all of a sudden Andrew Rob
1: Zombie didn't do that. No, no, I know.
0: But like <laughs> everybody like, Andrew, after you know that this. was suddenly like, well, we have to give everybody a backstory now.
1: I love the backstory.
0: <laughs> what, of Freddy?
1: No, just the idea of giving oh, no. them a backstory. It
0: I I do and I don't, right? Mm-hmm. So like I love giving Michael more of a backstory. Yeah. I was afraid though that like, and I just, I just kind of felt like they, they did too much copying. Cause like, I've only oh, seen that, yeah. you know, they did too much copying without putting an actual spin. Yeah. Onto it.
1: Not And the original, only thing that they did was kind they, of, they, they yeah. came out
0: and just called him a fucking pedophile, yeah. you know, and that was it. But outside of that, I didn't really feel, but like with the evil dead, they did the right thing where they didn't have an ash character, but they had the chainsaw. They had Yeah, they the had hands elements of off. ash. They took the goofy weird fucking bullshit clean out of the movie. Yes. Right? They I took am, all of that out. I'm thankful
1: for so I it. I like was, my yeah, yeah.
0: It did it did to me feel like a much more um, organic modern movie without them trying to make it feel like a remake Mm -hmm. of the original. So they just decided to kind of go and do a lot of the same stuff, but differently, you know? And, you know, the other thing that's also been really helpful, especially with how, like, movies and everything have been going recently, especially with, like, the Marvel Universe, is that, like, to bring bring it back up, the Great God Machine, the deus ex machina thing... Mm -hmm. Anymore, if there are remakes or there's like disjointed, um, disjointed like timelines or whatever, I just consider them all part of different universes now. It's all like multiverse horror movies (laughs) and shit now, you know? It's like, yeah, it just just helps me be okay with it, right? So, like, Evil Dead 2013 is in a similar but totally different universe than the original Sam Raimi, yeah, you know? So, that's just sort of how I think about it.
1: Yeah, oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, when I was reading the trivia too, it was, there was one thing where it said that um there are audio clips from the original and mm-hmm. says one of the more noticeable instances is when Mia is first possessed right after the door is thrown open by the force outside of the cabin. Mm-hmm. Um. The lines, you will die like the others before you, one by one we will take you, can be heard in, heard in the background of Mia's screams. Oh, cool. And that's from the original film when the character Cheryl was possessed. And then it says, when the main characters first arrive at the cabin, a low demonic voice moaning, join us, can be heard in the background. And that's another clip taken from the original film.
0: Oh, that's cool. I didn't, I, I didn't realize that one. The only one that I knew was at the very end of... Um, I think it's, like, right right before the, uh, the Bruce Campbell cameo at the end. Which,
1: I've seen this movie, like, maybe 20 <laughs> times, and I had no idea that that existed. Like, uh, what?
0: I thought you did. No,
1: I had no idea yeah, that no, he was in like, it. Cool. Well, because I was also, I was reading groovy. through the quotes yesterday, and yeah. it said, Ash, groovy, and I was like, is somebody stupid? Right. Ash isn't in this, this is movie. The wrong one. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, nobody said that.
0: Apparently, apparently he did that just to get fans to no, shut up. I'm the up. one who's
1: stupid. No, it's
0: just apparently <laughs> yeah. he did that to get fans to shut up because they were all like, We don't need a remake, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, No, this is real like he he publicly came out like multiple times and was like, No, I'm like co-producing this movie. This is a really good fucking movie. Like, go see it, you know. And I think that that's really cool, but he ended up doing that little cameo just to shut everybody up. You know? I
1: love that.
0: No, it's awesome. But no, the, I lo- the, he's, he's right great. before that, though, in the trailer or not in the trailer, in the credits, mm-hmm. there is the um, the recording playing that they listen to in the original. It's like the doctor that had discovered yes, the Necronomicon, yeah. and that's what's playing um, over the end of the credits. I, I
1: don't think I've ever even listened to the credits. Once the movie's over, I'm just standing there, staring. <laughs> standing. Wait, sitting. Standing. Maybe I am standing. I watch, <laughs> I watch
0: all of my movies standing up.
1: <laughs> like, oh, wait, what just happened? What was that's I doing for the past hour and a half?
0: That's how I can ensure that I pay attention to the movie, is that I'm never in danger of falling asleep because I am on my <laughs> don't feet. Don't ever be comfortable. And apparently, I, I commented earlier that I don't think that the woman was speaking Welsh at the beginning, and she was. Oh. Um what for do you whatever know? reason no uh, yeah I mean I'm dumb okay <laughs> and um no apparently the um at least and I don't have anything other than like the comments on IMDb to back this up but apparently the um the subtitles say that she is speaking turkish or hungarian or something like that hmm. but apparently People have commented on here like multiple times saying, no, she's speaking Welsh. And it does say languages spoken, evil, dead, English and Welsh. So I don't know why they would be speaking Welsh. Um, I also don't really. I mean, it would actually make more sense if they were speaking Hungarian or Turkish or something like that, because then you could actually tie that in with drag me to hell. Which there is a very good theory that. Drag Me to Hell and the Evil Dead movies are intertwined.
1: That would make sense. Yeah. So, I love Drag Me to Hell. Mm-hmm. That movie's so well, good. The
0: the 73 uh the 73 car, Sam Raimi's car is in both.
1: Really? Yep. Is that the one that she's dri- that the little old think, lady's driving?
0: I think yes. Yeah, oh my the God. In, in Drag Me to Hell, the car that she's that the little old the the um the witch yeah. is driving is Sam Raimi's car.
1: A little babushka. Wow. That's a good movie. It is. If you hear that noise, it's Andrew's chair hitting against the wall, by the way.
0: You yep. can't, it's not picking up.
1: Okay, I hope not. I hear it. Yep.
0: It's a distraction. Uh, maybe it is picking up a little bit. Oh, see, see? Sorry.
1: Don't lie to our people. Our people?
0: Every time I. <laughs> you are our people. <laughs> Join us. <laughs> No, I have the sensitivity up a little bit high on the mics this time around, so. Oh. Uh, I didn't want to have to get really up close and oh. use my NPR voice, you know.
1: I wish this I This is could all hear things you.
0: considered. National Public Radio.
1: If you want Andrew to never do that again, comment down below. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Petition to get my husband to permanently yeah. shut the fuck up. <laughs> Please, I want to stop making bad jokes.
1: <laughs> All we need are ten signatures. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we need like, yeah, yeah, one signature. <laughs> if we could just get one person to back me up on this, we can finally just shut them up.
1: One day. <laughs> um, okay, I need to mention two more scenes that really bother me. Okay. Okay, one more scene that really bothers me. And that is when Mia is fighting possessed, dead Mia at the end, mm-hmm. and the Jeep gets pushed over on her arm.
0: Yeah, it bothers me too when Jeeps flip.
1: He has PTSD. Anyway, the Jeep falls over. I was on in a
0: car <laughs> accident.
1: <laughs> We're not talking about that. This isn't Andrew. about
0: you. This is I'm about the about Mia. that had a fake injury.
1: The car falls over on her arm, wrist, whatever, and she, like, pulls it off with sheer willpower. It is
0: brutal.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Brutal. But I do not like she it. She sets semi-m. herself free,
1: and then she chainsaws possessed bitch in the face. It's fine.
0: I actually think that one of my favorite things in that scene, though, is that, I mean, obviously the chainsaw, like, on the stump arm kind of thing. Oh, but yeah. The scene where she just, very like, where there, her. it's, its I think it's right before the jeep gets flipped, because the 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 deadite is, like, on the ground when it flips the jeep. Yeah, oh, and she, yeah. She just swings the chainsaw out and just gets it right below the knee and just cuts its leg off. Yup. And, like, it just looks all so believable with, like, the way that the body falls and the blood's raining down and everything. I'm like, this really happened. Like... <laughs> Wow! Poor
1: Jane Levy has been through so yeah. much.
0: Eugene Levy.
1: Oh my God, no! Could you imagine? That's <laughs>
0: that's the movie that I want. I want a reboot of a reboot, where it's, but it's the exact same cast and the exact For same, Eugene Levy. And, and filmed exactly the same, except it's Eugene Levy in a dress. And no, I don't give a shit. He could be in like dressed like he's an American Pie, like the sweater <laughs> vest and the short sleeve button up shirt and khakis.
1: But only if we get a Mike Myers Michael Myers, it's the only way.
0: What what
1: Eugene Levy and Jean Levy Jane Levy Wait Jane. What's her name Jane Levy?
0: And who's the other one? there's also Jane Jane Levy. is she the one that does like those game shows like the tall the tall blonde the tall blonde lesbian looks kind of like um
1: Oh the one that's in um
0: hold on. It's not like I don't have IMDb directly in front of me. Hold on. Jane.
1: The one from Role Models. I'm thinking of
0: Jane Lynch. Never mind. Jane Lynch. Okay.
1: Eh, That's close enough.
0: No, it's Jane Levy, Eugene Levy.
1: Yeah. 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 That'd be funny.
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, come on. Like those eyebrows, man. I
1: know. (laughs) <laughs> Amazing.
0: Yep. Or just Eugene Merman, who is the voice of Gene on uh Bob's burgers. He would be pretty funny too. He just popped up and I just think that would be really funny.
1: Well, that's it for this episode. Um- Alright, well
0: everybody, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. We are gonna go uh smoke drugs and worship the devil.
1: Well, I'm going to bed. <laughs>
0: No, um, so what, outside of like the things that are the most disturbing, what do you think are some of the things in this movie that were done either really well or really effectively? Um, and I mean, I don't know, like what are what are some of like the peak standout things if we haven't already talked about them, like to you about the movie? It could just be sort of a broad.
1: Um, I, I like how it's not just mainly CGI. How it's kind of more, like, practical effects. Like, that makes it so much more believable Mm -hmm. when, you know, people are literally sawing their arms off and ripping them off and yeah, getting shot with nail guns. And let's
0: also, let's be honest here, like, there is literally nothing that looks, (coughs) there is nothing that looks worse than CGI blood.
1: Oh, yeah. Because you can tell. Yeah. You can tell. We can tell. No, I was watching,
0: I was watching, um, (laughs) <laughs> I was watching that King Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam and and Jude Law earlier today and right and like so it's 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 directed by Guy Ritchie, right? So uh-huh. it's like very stylized like he did the Sherlock Holmes movies and stuff. Yeah. Super stylized like a lot of like kind of bullet timey kind of stuff. But it, it looked really cool, but every single one of the sword fights you could tell that there was not an actual real person on screen in <laughs> any of the fights and I'm like this is fucking ruining this movie for me. Yeah. You know, like. It pulls
1: you out of the like, even, fantasy, even that just it's the created. Even just
0: the believability, like, I get that it looks beautiful and it looks amazing, but it's like at the same time, like, if we could do bullet time in 1998 in The Matrix and make it look that fucking good. True. Yeah. You know, why? And I get that CGI is actually cheaper than the practical a yeah. lot of the time. You know, I get that. But it's just like, or maybe not, maybe not cheaper, but easier because it's just a bunch of people sitting at a computer as opposed to a bunch of people having to build forty-eight different models of somebody's arm to be ripped off by yeah. a jeep that they have to flip over and over and Ugh. over again, kind of thing, you know. And but yeah, no, I think I totally agree with you. Yeah. Like, I think the the, the practical effects, especially in today's oversaturated w- world, where every on scene photo you see of movies being made is just them in front of a giant wall of green. Yeah, and they're in you know?
1: those weird suits with
0: the, the balls with the all dots. over them. Yeah, mm-hmm. with the dots and shit. Yeah, no, I no, saw
1: like Marvel, I saw something with Marvel with that recently, where it was like that's that was literally, them in real life, them in the movie, and right. it's like,
0: what? That's literally how they filmed like almost all of Endgame.
1: That's so like, crazy to me. Almost
0: all of Endgame was shot in one room that's just covered in CGI.
1: I feel like if I was an actor in that situation, I wouldn't be able to be believable enough.
0: So when going off that, this, it doesn't really have anything to do with horror movies per se, but um, so like most of the, like the original trilogy of the Lord of the Rings, right. was filmed on sound stages with minimal green screens. Green screens were only used to sort of amplify or to remove backdrops that didn't need to be there. Stuff like that. Fast forward ten years to when they do The Hobbit, that new form of filming in front of just a giant green space had taken over. And apparently at one point, and obviously you know how I feel about The Hobbit movies. I fucking hate The Hobbit movies and The Lord of the Rings movies are some of my favorite movies of all time. Ian McKellen, who plays Gandalf, who has been an actor since the dawn of time, basically sat down and began crying... And said, I did not, I don't know where to look. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to act with something that isn't there.
1: Yeah, You know, and this is like
0: one of the greatest actors of all time, you know? And I just think, and it's wild to me that we get so many good performances out of actors because it's really, really difficult. It must be just excruciatingly difficult for them to be believable. Yeah. You know? Like they have to just have them. they must just have the most overpowering imaginations possible because they can look at a dot on somebody's forehead and go, "I'm talking to you know the Incredible Hulk or whatever," yeah. you know, like come on. No, that's... but no, I totally agree, and I mean, like we we've talked about it before. American Werewolf in London, mm-hmm. that's all practical. Like that entire transformation is practical ma- makeup.
1: And then there's Ginger Snaps.
0: Yeah, and we talk about how bad that is
1: with CGI.
0: Uh, well, right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also like super fucking early CGI. Ginger Snaps was like early two thousands. Like yeah.
1: But no. No, I like the practical effects better. Looks better, it sells better. It's probably easier for the actors.
0: Yeah. But now you notice it's like the It doesn't
1: pull you out of the movie when you you're know, like the, that's right. that's fake.
0: But, you know, it's like the, the the movies now that don't use it are the low-budget ones. Yeah. You know, so now they're they're all using practical effects. And a lot of people, like, I mean, you look at a movie like Mandy mm-hmm. or like Evil Dead. People are like, no, that's really cool and it looks phenomenal because it's all tangible. And yeah. you can see that they're touching this stuff. And yeah, you know, exactly. And there's none of this, you know, oh, well, you know, talk to the dot on the wall because that's the face of God or whatever. You know, it's like, it's just ridiculous to me, but... I do like CGI when it's done well, but if you oversaturate it, unless you're doing Star Wars or the Avengers, <laughs> you know, like, yes. you kind of can't do that anymore, you know, for the scale that they're going for. Even though Star Wars was filmed on sound stages in the 70s and 80s without any CGI. But, you know, anyway. Sorry. No. Not up on my soapbox.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you're fine.
0: But anyway, um, yeah, no, I totally agree with just about everything that you said about, like, you know, how it's like a, you know, a really good straightforward movie. Yeah. You know? Um,
1: you kind of know what's going to happen, but then you don't really know that it's going to happen in that way.
0: Right. And they give you kind of the blueprint, you know, yeah. very quickly. yeah. And, and They're like, you, Hey, I, this,
1: this won't be fun. Right.
0: This is going to suck. And it's literally like they actively were, uh, what, what, what's his name? Fede, Fede Alvarez. Is that the director? Yes. Um, yeah, wait, I think in oh, one have of the
1: IMDB in front of you. Yeah, I got
0: it. Um, Oh, and yeah. Oh yeah. And he also did don't breathe, um, which
1: had Jane Levy. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, um, the, uh, he said that the one thing that he really wanted to do when he was pitching the idea was really stress the the fact that what is it that it's it's the the audience is watching something that they shouldn't be watching.
1: Yes, yes, I put that down in my trivia yeah. notes too, but I, I, I skimmed over that one.
0: And I really I really like that idea where it's sort of like. Giving you feel you that way, It's it, it, like yeah. watching the whole thing. You're kind of like, even if you're not watching it from behind your hands, you know, you kind of feel like you are. Yeah. Because it's just so Should like. Should I be seeing you're this? Like, Is I that shouldn't, okay? I shouldn't be here. Yeah, you know? yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, pick me up. I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> but it's great, though. Yeah, One no, of my favorite
0: movies. It's a great movie. I actually think that you showed it to me the first time. Probably. I don't think I had seen it because I'm such a diehard for the originals that occasionally I like to be a purist. And I'm like, no, I don't want to see it. I think it looks like it's going to be crap. And then you're like, no, you need to fucking see this.
1: That was also one of the things in the trivia that I didn't write down. But it's like so many of the fans of the original movie were apprehensive to watch this because they thought it was all going to be CGI. So they're like, I'm not going to waste my time. And then you watch it, and you're like, "Oh, right."
0: And even Bruce Campbell was was tentative about it. Yeah. And then and then he found out that he wasn't gonna have to sit and watch somebody else play Ash because he's very territorial about Ash. Yeah. Um, and there were elements of Ash. There are. Yeah, absolutely. Multi- in, in multiple people. Honestly, yeah. I was actually about to say almost every single one of the characters is like an idiom of Ash. You know, like, to a, to a certain level.
1: Well, there was the one thing where David David was being attacked at the end of the movie by um, the dead-eyed version of Eric, because Eric hasn't been through enough, and so he yeah. kicks the shotgun towards him. That,
0: yeah. He and does that, like, cool like, move, yeah. No, and, he, and it spins, and he, like, catches it and just yeah. cocks it up. And yeah. you
1: were like, wait! <laughs> <laughs> and then there was um, Natalie cutting off her arm. Yep. And then Mia having to sever her wrist. Right. Um That would just be Eric and, and Olivia. Then, like, I'm just sure the there's whole, something with that. Well too. the
0: other thing, I mean like maybe not so much with with Bruce Campbell or with Ash, but like one of my favorite callbacks to the original is just the fact that they had the the demon, you know, in the in the basement yeah. under the you know, with the door. You yeah. Know? yeah. I, I love that. But um, because I mean, that's such an integral part. Just like like giggling. Um, yeah,
1: but not, not the annoying giggling. Yeah. Don't hate me. <laughs> it's annoying.
0: It is annoying. That's the point, though. I know. Like that's the thing is that you're not supposed to enjoy that.
1: Don't come at me.
0: <laughs> anyway, well, I think that just about does it for this evening. We are clocking in at one hour, five minutes, and forty-seven, eight, nine. 50 seconds and he just kept counting. I just said, then he just counted for an hour straight. <laughs> uh, but this was, this was a good one. I like this. This is yeah. fun. Um, we should, uh, we should probably do this more often. You know, Yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to do this more often. <laughs> we're going to okay, do well, it when we're we We're at
1: least not going to try for once a week.
0: Right. Yeah. Just, just expect the unexpected. Maybe we'll release like three episodes on one day and then we just leave you high and dry for another six months. Yep. You know.
1: Be ready for it. Bunch
0: of five minute episodes where we just cram all of the trivia about like one movie into five minutes and then we just.
1: We're both talking at the same time. You have to figure (laughs) out
0: what each of us. We each take a microphone into a different (laughs) room and then just talk about it and we record it at the same time and then we just throw it in and. Yes. Let you all fucking deal with it. Yep. Yep. It's
1: not our problem anymore.
0: Alright. Giving the
1: people what they want.
0: It's about that time. Thanks for listening. Be good to each other. Stay creepy. And
1: don't turn out the (laughs) light.